Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast. And today we're going to continue our exploration of the German camp system. Today we're going to look um, at the uh, attack on what was referred to by the regime as the work shy. Um, previously we looked at how asocial people, um, people with mental uh, health uh, issues, people with addiction, uh, people with deviant sexualities, and people who simply couldn't fit into the the new Germany uh, as was, uh, were persecuted. Uh, and now we're going to look at this this question of of the work shy, the concept of work, the imaginary notions of work. Um, the, um, the the regime was was obsessed by. They engaged in this uh, what they viewed as the the struggle for work, the battle for work. Um, uh, and they saw uh, those who were not um, fulfilling their uh, work norms, uh, or who were not um, uh, who were not uh, being able to uh, work productively as social ballast, as people who were um, a drain on society, as opposed to uh, a contributory part of it. The idea of there being a Volksgemeinschaft, a people's community, meant that uh, all Germans had an obligation in the eyes of the Nazis to participate towards the building of this, this people's community. So we're looking at the brilliant um, KL by Nicholas Waschmann again. And he writes, Why was a pauper like Wilhelm Müller hounded as an enemy of the German state? Divorced and unemployed, the 46-year-old was living hand-to-mouth in Duisburg, deep in the German industrial heartland. The welfare authorities forced him to perform menial labour four days a week in return for a paltry uh, 10 uh, Reichsmarks and 40 Pfennigs, barely enough to get by. He occasionally asked for money on the streets, and on the afternoon of June the 13th, 1938, a police officer caught him in the act. Wilhelm Müller uh, had, be- had been fined twice before for begging. This time, the police took a far more drastic step and placed him into preventative custody as an asocial human being. Müller found himself labelled as a work-shy beggar and criminal who cannot accustom himself to the discipline required by the state, 
and on the tw- on June twenty second, nineteen thirty eight, he was taken to Sachsenhausen. So there, we've got some really interesting um, and quite brutal dynamics emerging. Firstly, the fact that he is recategorized as a different kind of person, an asocial human being, um, that he's taken into protective custody. Once one is in protective custody, uh, one's rights are effectively uh, abrogated. It was um, a, a powerful uh, legal short circuit that the Nazis built into the legal functioning of the German state. That um, one that the um, process of going into protective custody was always, in, in inverted commas, voluntary on the part of the person, on the part of the individual, um, who was normally bullied and intimidated into signing papers that place them in the permanent um, sort of supervision uh, of the uh, the Gestapo or whatever arresting police force it was. Therefore, they could be uh, transferred to the camp system, bypassing any kind of process of, of legal jurisdiction. Um, he was, um, when it says he was uh, recategorized as a workshop beggar, who cannot accustom himself to the discipline required by the state. So the um, the difference here is that now he, all Germans have to reach the kinds of standards that the state sets for them or requires of them in order to be seen as uh, legitimate individuals, legitimate citizens, legitimate parts uh, of the Reich. Um, Wilhelm Müller was um, one of 9,500 asocial men who were arrested in mass raids in June 1938 and dragged into concentration camps. Now, it's interesting that you see mass actions throughout 1938. Obviously, in November 1938, you have the Kristallnacht, the anti-Jewish pogrom. In in June, and this rarely gets um, discussed, we have this mass action uh, against um, asocial people, people who are considered to be work-shy. These nationwide raids uh, by the criminal police, um, which were the most radical attack on social outsiders, uh, began in the early hours of June the 13th and lasted for several days with officers searching railway stations, bars and shelters, anywhere that homeless people uh, would be found hanging out. Or if not the, if not actually homeless people, but people in insecure accommodation normally, um, financially destitute um, and um, perhaps having a range of uh, mental and physical health issues that go with that. So um, 2,000 men had been arrested uh, in April 1938 by the Gestapo, and and many of them sent to Buchenwald. So we're talking about significant numbers of German uh, German citizens here. Um, It's interesting that it's not simply the Gestapo, it's the criminal police that are um, are involved in, in this kind of action. Um, the the question of of criminality is it been extended so far in Nazi Germany as to incorporate ideas of social criminality that if one is work shy or lazy you're really offending against the people's community uh, the racial community uh, and not doing your your bit supposedly. Local police forces uh, carried out their own measures against asocials, so so these things happened on a a local level as well as as national raids. Um, 
and um, this in the period uh, 1938 to 39, there were um, uh, local police forces carrying these sorts of actions, uh, bringing more suspects into the camps, um, and some were women. Um, some of these women were accused of what was euphemistically referred to as moral offences, so probably things relating to, to prostitution. Some of the men who were rounded up in 1938 um, were, well, a majority of them, were shocked and stunned at, at their situation. Um, they did not, did not at that point believe that poverty, uh, of all the things that are criminalised in the Third Reich, that poverty was one of them. Um, regional police officials um, had huge, uh, huge leeway when it came to deciding who to arrest uh, and who not to. Um, so they were given a free hand, really by the term asocial itself, when the, the, the Nuremberg laws and other sort of anti-Semitic legislation comes in, the categorization of who is a Jew, who is a Mischling, the, uh, having Jewish heritage and not being fully Jewish, this is really uh, mapped out in kind of detailed, eugenic and pseudo-scientific ways. A social can mean pretty much anything. According to um, Heydrich, Reinhard Heydrich, the chief uh, of the security police, the target included tramps, whores, alcoholics, and others who refused to integrate into the community. In practice, um, this meant um, that um, vagrants, beggars, welfare recipients, and casual workers could be arrested. Anyone that didn't seem to be conforming to a narrow set of social norms. Then again, it's, it's the idea that we're discussing social norms in Nazi Germany is interesting in and of itself. That there were people who had normalised racial thinking, normalised um, anti-Semitism on, on a kind of a mass and extreme scale, um, and yet who, who still saw... Um, deviant behaviours by others, be it um, uh, worklessness, drinking, prostitution or whatever, as being um, that which is other, that which is kind of deviant and needing to be treated with uh, harsh physical punishment and uh, labour in order to correct it. There was a, a widespread idea, it was not simply just held by uh, the likes of Heinrich Himmler, that labour was a transformational experience, that labour uh, and hard work reforged the soul and it turned these kind of reprobates and, and useless individuals into good members of the racial community. Um, the German police leaders um, extended the attack on asocials to those who were considered, uh, considered to be uh, racially, racially suspect. Um, so... In the 19, June 1938 raids, Heydrich um, insisted that Jews of the criminal classes uh, also be, be targeted. Um, those who were thought to have uh, gypsy or Ro uh, Roma uh, heritage um, would be um, arrested. It was believed um, that racially they had no inclination towards work. And if one has no inclination towards work, one is naturally inclined towards criminality so so goes the thinking um, and the uh, dramatic uh, escalation of um, harassment of the Roma community under Third Reich 
um, have been obviously ongoing since 1933. But um, during uh, 1938 is that's the year that most uh, uh, Roma um, wind up in the uh, in the camp system. In 1938, um, by August 1938, there were 442 uh, Roma in Sachsenhausen alone, uh, which was 5% of the prison population. Um, many had been arrested simply as self-employed musicians, artists or itinerant merchants, those who um, would um, sell, their, um, sell their wares or their skills um, and their, or their musical talent in marketplaces, on street corners, um, and who uh, were considered uh, in some way to be out again, once again, outside this um, slightly this, this slightly invisible notion of what propriety was in in the Third Reich. I think the reason why um, unemployed men, uh, people that were um, considered to be alcoholic or uh, Roma who uh, played the fiddle in market squares or, or handed out or, or, or sold their, uh, their paintings or trinkets uh, by the roadside. The reason why they are criminalised is because there is an implicit, uh, there is a, an explicit um, belief or at least an implied assumption that um, these people will inevitably at some place be involved in some kind of criminality that um, they, by simply by dint of simply being socially who they were, they will either have committed crimes or they will be going to commit crimes. So it's perfectly legitimate to remove them uh, from the general population and put them in a place where they are uh, going to be put to work. And there was a, a belief on uh, by um, those in the uh, general public who supported the Nazis or who at least wanted to mitigate and justify uh, Nazi actions. This was probably the best thing all round. These people are generally a nuisance, and uh, their problem all along is no one has showed them a hard day's work. Uh, and the uh, we once again return to this ob- obsession with the idea of work um, and the transformative power of labour. One of the Roma, um, 38-year-old August Laubinger, was a father of four who had been living in poverty with there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. His family in, uh, in Quedlingburg, near Magdeburg. Although he had no criminal record, he worked for years as a textile trader and had tried to find a steady job. The criminal police still arrested him on the 13th of June 1938 as Workshy, accusing him of having wandered around the country without fixed employment. A few days later, Laubinger arrived in Sachsenhausen where he would remain for more than a year. So, uh, once again, the the fact that there had been this devastating um, economic depression in Germany um, and that the Nazis whilst they had increased the levels of employment, hadn't increased living standards, and hadn't necessarily ensured that um, work was continual and consistent and of a, of a reasonably high standard and, and pay, um, were reacting to the uh, fact that there were still large numbers of, uh, of men and women living in poverty. Um, one way of dealing with this and one way of uh, preventing um, the conclusion that perhaps the Nazis hadn't been quite as good at improving the economic circumstances of the country as one might believe was to criminalise those who were poor criminalise those who were making the whole situation look bad so, uh, Washman writes there was no single driving force behind the all-out assault on asocials in 1938 Nazi leaders were attracted to the chilling vision of the police as a doctor that could cleanse Germany of all deviants and degenerates, a vision increasingly effect, inflected with racism. Meanwhile, regional police officials and others involved uh, the, in the raids, in the German welfare offices and labour exchanges, used the mass raids as, pragmatic, as a pragmatic opportunity to eliminate men long seen as nuisances and threats, including alleged benefit cheats, welfare, client, uh, welfare clients resistant to state control, persistent beggars and criminal suspects who could not be legally prosecuted. So enthusiastic were regional police officials about rounding up social outsiders that they far exceeded the minimum arrest targets set by Heydrich for the June 1938 raids. So in many uh, local authorities, there was a, a vested interest in rounding people up and sending them away to the camps. Often these were, as it says, benefit claimants and people accused of benefit fraud or people who simply were incapable of holding down work uh, long term. So when a brutal and far-reaching policy to just simply get shot of them emerges, it's seized upon uh, and uh, with, with great enthusiasm. So the term work shyness um, had already featured um, in the early campaigns against social outsiders in the Third Reich. Um, the workshire were seen as biologically inferior. Um, their laziness was perhaps part of the late, as some sort of lazy, lazy genetic weakness uh, within them. And Hitler, part of his racial uh, policy was not simply just to um, remove the Jews from German society or to uh, seize the lands of racially inferior peoples, but it was also to racially improve, uh, to eugenically improve the racial stock of 
Aryan German people. So dealing with um, the workshy was a key part of that. These were the useless eaters. These were the people who were the racial ballast, who needed to be got rid of as quickly as possible because it was their sort um, and that had contributed in Hitler's eyes to the weaknesses that had cost Germany the First World War. Um, so they were not only seen as biologically inferior, and many, uh, as many scholars and scientists believed at the time, um, but they failed to um, live up to one of the key demands of the Nazis uh, on individuals, and that was to be able to perform productive labour. Um, the uh, Washman writes, The Nazi leader's desire for a f uh, to force uh, workshy men um, to work gained added urgency as the German economy was gearing up for war. As Reinhard Heydrich put it, the regime does not tolerate asocial persons avoiding work and thereby sabotaging the 1936 four-year plan. Hitler obviously shared these views and um, began, it's entirely possible, began the process of initiating mass incarceration of the, um, uh, of the, uh, the work shy um, because, of course, with understanding Hitler's actions, understanding Hitler's um, decision-making in any mass action, it's very difficult because so much is done informally. So much is done off the record. So much is done without his signature. Um, the he referred to the them as the professional and employed and obviously and scum, um, and at the same time um, the SS leaders were um, beginning to consider the uh, KL had a far more important economic role, um, one as uh, sites of forced labour. So extracting labour from individuals uh, in order to make sure that the camps um, become profit centres. 1938 sees a massive expansion in the camps and it's the social outsiders that make up the majority of inmates. They vastly outweigh political inmates, they vastly outweigh uh, racial minorities. It's the people who the Nazis really don't seem to have any use for, who don't fit in in the overall picture of what the, Na the new Nazi society is meant to look like. Um, this figure declines over the following months a little bit throughout 1939, but in general the numbers are, remain high um, as mainly work-shy men um, waited for their release, um, which, could, which was a kind of like a, a movable date. When the Second World War begins, uh, nearly more than half of all the inmates in Buchenwald and Sachsenhausen were classified as asocial, um, and they were recognisable by a black triangle on their uniform. Uh, some of the gypsies would have brown markings uh, instead. Buchenwald uh, had basically been designated as the camp uh, for all men who were detained after the 1930, in during and after the, the 1938 raids, um, however, there were so many that were arrested in June that Dachau and Sachsenhausen had to take prisoners uh, as well. And Sachsenhausen um, took uh, most detainees, with a number of workshop prisoners reaching 6,224 by June uh, 1938. 
The camp administrators and guards uh, hated the uh, the asocial, uh, the asocials and, and the the work shy inmates, um, uh, dismissing them as being everything that the the, the camp guards were not. They saw them as uh, dishonest, lazy, uh, dirty, and, and uh, dissolute. Um, the camp guards were the SS men that didn't make it into the proper SS, or that's how they were kind of largely seen. These were the camp guards who had perhaps hoped they would make it into the Waffen-SS or uh, other more prestigious parts of the, the SS and had something of an inferiority complex themselves. So when they had new inmates to bully, new categories, new categorizations of inmates to bully, um, they approached this with no small amount of enthusiasm. Um, in uh, On arrival at Sachsenhausen, the inmates were... Uh, greeted with uh, kicks and slaps and punches. Um, after the uh, intake of the inmates, Commandant Baranovsky, um, who had arrived from Dachau, told his men to select some victims who were strapped on a buck and whipped in front of the other horrified newcomers. Um, just as he had threatened professional criminals in Dachau, Baranovsky had a word of warning for any asocials in Sachsenhausen who thought about escape. Long, loudly announcing the motto of his trigger-happy sentries, bang and the shit is gone. There was another problem as well with the mass arrests. The camps were unprepared for the influx of so many new prisoners, and this had an impact on living standards, already pretty bad. Um, the prisoners who had black triangles had v- uh, v- poor living standards, um, the mass arrests had led to chaotic and overcrowded scenes within the camps, and at Sachsenhausen, uh, the SS replaced bed frames with straw sacks um, to um, to press some 400 asocials into space meant for 146 men. Uh, as an emergency measure, uh, the SS uh, created 18 new barracks uh, northeast of the Royal Call Square which formed the so-called Little Camp. New prisoners' uniforms were all fitting and dirty, and the shortage of shoes and caps caused bleeding feet and sunburned heads. Um, the uh, situation was even worse in Buchenwald. Um, this was under construction uh, still, when the, the new prisoners were um, arrived there. And um, weeks earlier, uh, one of the camp guards had been killed by a prisoner, um, and so the uh, guards were on a kind of a high level of, of sadism. Um, the asocials stand basically at the bottom of the prisoner hierarchy, um, just like those with uh, the green triangle. They basically face um, um, contempt from fellow inmates, um, but the it was the um, those with the black triangle who didn't get influential capo positions, despite the fact that there were lots of them. Um, and this meant, this was largely because if you were designated with a black triangle, um, it meant it was assumed uh, by the uh, prison authorities that one was too lazy um, and unsuited to any sort of responsibility. And so um, it meant that the asocials would have to muck in with uh, the criminal inmates wearing green uh, badges 
and the criminal inmates uh, frequently bullied and tormented them um, and exploited them. Um, those who were thought of as being uh, disabled or mentally unstable um, generally found themselves isolated in, in the, the worst conditions uh, imaginable. Um, and in Buchenwald, uh, they were uh, forced into what was referred to as the Idiot's Company, uh, wearing white armbands with the word stupid. So there we were saying things. Um, I'm going to focus on that a little bit more uh, over the summer. Um, always, uh, Nicholas Fashman's books are a brilliant read. Um, so I'll catch you on the next podcast. Um, do remember, if you can, uh, to support uh, our Patreon. Um, and we survive with a little bit of advertising and a lot of goodwill from you guys. Thanks very much. All the best. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.